0: how are you oh well I'm, I'm live <laughs> how are you hey good 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 well I w- would like to also welcome our uh, internet audience and thank you so much somebody told me we're live already and I was on my way up here right so it's okay we're live. thank you so much for joining us those of you who are here in the Corpus Christi in the coastal Bend we appreciate you joining us for this uh, new year's day service we want to amen 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 and we want to we want to thank uh, those brothers and sisters from around the world those of you who are in asia africa europe here in north america central america south america australia or the islands of the sea we appreciate you joining us So uh, why don't we all just kind of get ready to uh, worship the Lord. I think this new time frame, 9 o'clock, I thought it was a perfect time. And I think there are a lot of people who thought it's still imperfect. So I thought 9 o'clock, boy, wow, let's do it. 9 o'clock. I was thinking it's better than 8.30. Easier. Easier than 8.30. But one of the reasons we started at 8.30 on our first service was because we had a lot of m- people who worked in medicine, in the medical field. And uh, they were getting off work at uh, 7, 7.30, and they, they could just come right to church and then go to bed. So when we started uh, uh, having, when we had it at 10.30, it was more difficult for them. They just said, we're sorry, we have to sleep in. So, so we did that. But it's a good idea. I like it. David, uh, the psalmist said, he said, I will, I awake the dawn. Can you imagine somebody getting up so early that they pray the sun in, as it were? You know, they pray it. So that, I think it's a good thing sometimes maybe to have service uh, at 8.30 in the morning. But thank you so much for being here. This is our first time to worship on, new, on the new year, in the new year. Yeah. Amazing. You, you, know, you know what I would like to do? I, I, I know it may seem unconventional, but if you, if you are not too um, uh, of an isolationist, if you're not too much like that, why don't we say hello to each other before we, we start worshiping? Can you, would you mind doing that? Maybe take about a minute and a half or so and just say hi to some people, you know, rather than just starting to worship. Go say hi to them. You know, inconvenience yourself and walk around a little bit. Wow, wow, now that felt good. Yes, how many of you know that when you have a family and you never say hello to each other, you become strangers? Yeah, but this is wonderful. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We will be glad in it. Yes, great, super, super. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gaze, oh, CCCF. Yes. Thank you in Jesus' name. We bless you. And I thought, Brother James, I thought the band did a superb job, and nobody got weary and, and, and felt like they were. <laughs> well, nobody confessed to weariness. Huh? Bro, super, super. Well, look, we're going to praise the Lord, and we just thank the Lord. Let me just thank him for a moment for this new year. Uh, you know, sometimes we take those kinds of blessings for granted, that uh, it, it's another year. But there are a lot of people who, who uh, did not celebrate today with us, that celebrated the last time. And uh, not only here in our, in our fellowship, in our city, but in our city, in our state, our nation, and the world. And so, let's just give God thanks. You know why I want to stay here a while longer? just so that I can do more for Jesus. That's really why. I, I, I don't have a morbid sense here. I'm not, it's, it's not a, something that's morbid, something that is sick, that, oh, I'm ready to get out of here. No, but I want to see Jesus. And so the way I see Jesus is I have to get out of here. And so I want to see Jesus. I really want to see Jesus. More than anything, I can't explain that. I want to see somebody who's that good Who is ultimate goodness, ultimate love. He's ultimate in all those ways. And then he would come and die for somebody who is an ultimate sinner, who is not righteous. And he and he gave himself for that. It's it's amazing to me that somebody who is perfectly clean and they come into a place that's dirty ultimately. And they take their cleanliness and and, uh, and they said, it's not so important. I'm going to rescue those who are dirty. Reminds me of when we were kids and playing by my, our grandmother's um, grease trap. You may not n- understand that because you have indoor plumbing in your city, folks. But in the country, if you had indoor plumbing, you had a grease trap. So wherever your dishwater when it went there and after a while it became kind of smelly not kind of but really and i remember being a little bad boys at times you know we were church boys but we had our moments of foolishness and we would take the young kids and, and hit them and run and they'll chase us and we would jump over the grease trap so they would walk in it they fall into the grease trap and and, and they were so smelly and uh the but the mom's mothers this is the mothers this is a plus for mothers mothers I can remember my mom coming to get one of my little brothers and and took him up in our arms. he's just smelly as could be, and she's saying like i'm going to get you now, now that was not a threat that was a promise <laughs> and and, and uh, they would get him up and and clean them up we wiping all the grease and nasty. That's what Jesus did. Jesus didn't care. Ooh, I don't want to get dirty. He cleaned us up. I mean, he's, the, he's the ultimate goodness. And I can't wait to see him. That's what I want to do. I want to see Jesus. But I'm saying I, we should want to stay here that we might do the work of the Lord. If we're not doing the work of the Lord, we may as well go. Or if our time, we've already done the work God gave us, we can go. So we have to thank God for being here today. I mean, really thank God. Amen. So let us just pray. Father, in the name of the Lord, we are grateful to you for who you are. You are the living God, the everlasting Father. You are the mighty God. You are also the Prince of Peace. And we worship you. We love you. You are so amazing in every way. We love you. And we thank you for loving us so much that you gave your only begotten son that whoever would just believe in him just believe in him would not perish would not take the punishment due our sin all we have to do is believe and we would have everlasting eternal life that's so amazing Father you're an amazing God And through your generosity and kindness, we have come to know Jesus. It's not because we were good people or we were tired of our sins. You poured or lavished grace so abundantly upon us until we knew that something was different. You lavished it and we said, God is real. We had no sense as it were but you gave us sense and you made us realize that something had been wrong with us and we said, God, forgive me. That's what you did for us. We love you. We love you. With your own love, we love you back. Thank you for being so kind and then thank you for giving us opportunities after opportunities because once you woke us up, once we had awareness of you, we still sometimes went back to to our stupidity. We went back to it time and time again, flirting with it as though there was really something to be gained. But you kept forgiving us until you have brought us to this place. We love you. We appreciate you and thank you for this time of worship on January 1, 2023. In Jesus' name, Amen. Brother James.
1: Come on, come on, come on. Let's give him some praise. It's time to give him some praise. It's the new year. It's time to give him glory. It's time to give him glory. Come on, church. Lift your voice across the room. Let's give a holy roar. I saw Satan fall like lightning. Some darkness from for cover. It's still the miracle that I just can't get over My name is registered in heaven Everybody say I believe in signs and wonders I have resurrection power It's still the miracle
2: my story i'll testify by Jesus christ the no righteous i'll justified
1: this is my testimony this is my testimony all right come together here we go together sons and daughters washed in water sing the praises of the spirit son and father our god will finish what he started sing again now come together sons and daughters all with blood and washed in water sing the praises of the spirit son and We my story. I'll testify. But Jesus Christ, the righteous, I'm justified. This is my testimony. This is my testimony. Put your own hands together. You know this, part and I want you to sing it loud. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Amen. We're going to thank the Lord for this new year, that he's going to do something in us. He's going to do something huge. Are you ready to receive that? I know I am, I am, I am, I am. Come on. I want to hear you sing it loud. Come on. If I'm not dead, you're not done. A greater thing is still to come. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Yeah. A greater thing is still to come. If I'm not dead, you're not done. I know. I know. A greater thing. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Come on, church. Greater things. Oh, sing it again. Say it. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Greater things are still to come. Oh, I believe. If I'm not dead, you're not done. Greater things are still to come. This is my testimony For grace rewrote my story but Jesus Christ the righteous Here we go This is my testimony Oh, I'm alive This is my testimony From death to life For grace rewrote my story I'll testify Jesus
2: Christ the righteous, I'm justified, this is my testimony, this is my
1: testimony. testimony, Lord. All right, church, listen to me now. We want the Lord to come and move. We're going to glorify him in this place because he is good, he is righteous, he is justice, he is everything that we need. Are you ready? Listen to me, come on. So come, move, let justice roll on like a river. Let worship turn into revival. Lord, lead us back to you. You know the words I want to hear you say. Come on. So come. Let worship. To be our heart cry this morning. Come on, come and move. So come. come. Let worship turn into. We'll lead us back to you. Come on, every hand raised. I want you to lift them up. Come on, sing it again. So come.
3: faithful through the ages oh, yeah. The God of Abraham The God of covenant and faithful promises Time and time again You have proven You do just what You say
4: through
1: the storms may come and the winds may blow, out we may stand. I'm What? <laughs>
2: was my cross you bore so I could live in the freedom you died for and now my life is yours Jesus, you deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. And now my shame is gone and amazed in your love undeniable your grace goes on
0: Should be the name of the Lord forever and ever. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, King Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We so appreciate you, Jesus. We declare that there's nobody like you, and we are your people, we are the sheep of your pasture. We come into your courts with thanksgiving. We bless you. We love you. We bring praise to you. Because no one has done for us or was able to do for us what you've done. And as we walk with you, we are aware more and more of the exceedingly great and precious promises that you've made to us. And you said in your word in in the book of Revelation that we're going to inherit all things, all the promises. Every promise you've made. We will inherit them. We want to thank you for that. For you're able to bring it all to pass. As as a matter of fact, as a matter of truth, it's already done. And our progress, yeah, our progress is to reach the goal. So we keep walking. The prize is already there. You said in the epistle of Peter that it's reserved for us. All of these things are reserved in heaven. They are inheritance. It's amazing. You're just as young people say, mind-blowingly wonderful. You know, who can conceive of these things but God? Wow, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We want to thank you, Jesus. We we now come before you to pray for your people. They are firstly your people. We come to pray. We bless them. Scripture says, You yourself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. You yourself, how is it possible? that one person can be all these things. It's possible because you are God. How could you take everybody's sickness, everybody's infirmities, and they are no more? Thank you, Jesus. We bless you. We bless you so when the enemy comes in like a flood your spirit will lift the standard against him you're amazing God so we thank you we thank you for those who are here those who are in this sanctuary and those who are online we bless them in your glorious name knowing that those whom you have blessed cannot be cursed knowing that the enemy is not so powerful that he can undo the work of God. He cannot do the, undo the work of God. That means that he would be greater than you. He cannot negate your promises for us. And Lord God, I thank you. I thank you for who you are and what you've done. You have predestined us to this. And I know that there are those who say, God hasn't done such, but it's in your word that you predestined us. We predestine ourselves all the time. We say, I'm going here, I'm going there. We buy tickets to this place or that place. We get in our cars and we fill them up to go to a particular location. We always do the same. The difference is, Father, that we can't guarantee it but you can guarantee it. And you do guarantee it. You predestined us and then you chose us to be your sons. And we are your sons now. What would make us think that there's something in the world that can unson us? Thank you for your faithfulness. If you could forget about us and allow the devil to snatch us from us, from you, why do we sing, great is your faithfulness? Lord, I wouldn't sing it if it was just temporary. But it's an eternal, permanent. So heal them permanently. Make them well of all the maladies they are suffering with right now if there are any sons or daughters who are going astray right now, bring them back to yourself in Jesus' name. Bring them back in Jesus' name. Peter, the one who says that these promises, the blessings are reserved for us, was a backslider, a denier, but you rescued him. Thank you for rescuing Peter. Thank you for rescuing me thank you for rescuing sons and daughters now we thank you god almighty for our sister elena who is here and is back and has beat the sickness thank you for it and, and we ask you lord god to heal leslie's family and comfort their hearts in the name of the lord comfort their hearts comforts Sheena's heart, whose, whose husband died suddenly from a heart attack. Bless our precious sister Judith. Strengthen Judith. In Christ's name, heal her body and bring her back again to us. Thank you for John Paul and Anna. Healing, strengthening John Paul. Blessing him. You've blessed him with Anna bless our precious brother and sister. Thank you for healing Gabriel and bringing Gabriel back not once but twice. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We appreciate, Lord God, your faithfulness. And Jacqueline, Lord, we thank you who's working in a negative situation. Lord, I know what that's about but you're able to deliver the righteous from the ungodly so thank you Jesus for rescuing Jacqueline and as one God is one who has been in that situation you'll turn it around and bring blessings through it in Jesus name we thank you for Natalie that you would heal Natalie from cancer heal her from cancer you've done it for so many do it for Natalie in Jesus name and Lord with Terry Terry, bring her back, Terry, from the heart attack. Give healing. Yeah. Raise her up right now as we pray. Yeah. Thank you for healing her in Jesus' name. Thank you for the Obando family, yeah. for healing the Obando family, for every from every malady, physical and otherwise. Heal the Obandos. In Jesus' name. And Lord Margie, who has breast cancer, let's just rebuke it. In Jesus' name. All cancers. All cancers. Heal Margie. Heal Margie. Make her well. Lord, there have been so many. We've prayed for it. The doctors said, I know you had it. We have a biopsy of it. But it's gone now. Lord God, let that be Margie's portion. Let that be Terry's portion. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And Connie wants to leave this rehab facility next, this year. So, Lord, I'm asking you to hear her prayer, oh Lord. Incline your ear to Connie. Incline your ear to us. And just heal her, restore in Christ's name. Restore in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Lord, bless the Delegaces. Healing them from the flu and all those symptoms. In Jesus' name. Make them well. And cause their hearts to be full. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus and Lord, for Harry. We pray again for Harry. We don't stop praying for Harry. That you would save Harry's soul and heal his body. In the name of the Lord. For you've said to yourself, I am the Lord who heals you. And in Jesus' name, we thank you forever and ever. Amen. Um, Amen, let's give the Lord a big hand as Pastor Bird's coming. Amen.
3: Well, good morning, everyone. Are you blessed tremendously? Hallelujah, amen. Now, we greeted, uh, well, let me say it like this. Is there anyone here visiting for the very first time? If you would, please raise your hand. We want to welcome you. You don't have to be afraid. We're not asking you to stand up. We would like for you to please raise your hand the very first time. Amen. Okay, I see you way back there. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. I appreciate you for coming out. Uh, Thank you for blessing us with your presence. We'd like for you to take the time, fill that card out, uh, and we will call you. And we're going to check on you and and see if we can be a blessing to you. Is there anyone else? Amen. Uh, All family. People have been here many times. Those of you who are online and visiting for the very first time, we'd like for you to let us know. Just uh, type into the chat box, and our moderator will be glad to answer any question, pray with you, whatever you need. Everyone else, I know that we're in South Texas, and we have our own time, okay? And uh, so a lot of us didn't, were not here when we greeted one another at the beginning of the service. So I want to give you just a few moments, if you would, just stand up, say hello to somebody, and wish them a happy and prosperous new year. Amen? In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. If you will, please find your seats. Amen. It is true what Ms. Marva says. There's a whole lot of love in this place. Yes, man. Amen. Okay. I'm going to give you a little bit more time. We're going to uh, dim the lights and uh view uh some video announcements if you would. No, no video announcements. Okay. Well praise the Lord. That's it. Wow. All right. Amen. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh we're 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 going to meet Wednesday night. Okay? Seven thirty this next coming week. I'm sorry, you're right. It is at seven o'clock. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can tell I'm not always up here. It is seven o'clock p.m., and we will meet Wednesday. And we want you to come ready to hear the Word of God, just like today. You're going to come, and you're going to hear Christ-centeredness. You know, I noticed something. Uh, I heard this. Uh, uh, he's an old-timey theologian, but he's a Baptist man. His name is uh, Doctor matt King Carter, and he said, "You want to be well-read. Read everybody." But he uh, uh, and so every now and again, I'll try to listen to another preacher, and I'm like, "Lord, help me!" Always go back to Pastor Lavelle, preaching <laughs> life, preaching Christ, preaching Christ, preaching Christ. Amen. Hey, Hallelujah. Well, it is now time to receive our uh, offering. If you would, anyone needing an offering envelope, if you would, please raise your hand. One will be provided for you. Also, remember that there that we've got some over here. Amen. Uh, There are three ways to give, by cash, check, and envelope. Uh, You can also go online, give uh, online at cccffellowship.com forward slash give, or you can text, which is uh, many of the preferred. I'm coming to it. Yes, sir. Uh, Many of the preferred uh, uh, people who like to give is, uh, anyway, the text number is 361-386-2565, and also, it is the beginning of the year. Uh, come on, somebody, say, Happy New Year. Happy Amen. Year. And at, during the beginning of the year, we have uh, present fr- uh, first fruits offering. I, li- I, really, I have to be honest with you. I like the scripture that they used here. Uh, it, it says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with your first fruits of all your produce. And that's what the that's a proverb says. Uh, but then I, I read in Leviticus, uh, chapter 23, verse 9, it says, And the Lord spoke to Moses. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, when you come into the land, which I am to give you and reap its harvest. I like that. What is the Lord telling us? You're going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed. Hello. You're going to be blessed. Everything that you put your hands to will prosper. Every endeavor that you go forward as you walk in the excellence of the Lord, you will do well. Amen. And this for for 21st century uh, Bible believing Christ, trusting Christians, this ought to be a really understandable subject because the father has given us Jesus Christ, the ultimate blessing. In fact, Paul wrote about it and he said, blessed be our God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. With every spiritual blessing, one, one, that's all we need is Jesus. And that's why Pastor always says, all you need is Jesus. There isn't anything outside of Jesus Christ that you need. Amen. Now, we're giving you an opportunity to give your very best uh, offering as you are led. Okay, if you can't do it today, no problem. We'll have these all uh, month long, but we want you to be encouraged to give. Now, your tithe does not go in here. Your tithe is separate. This is your first fruits. Okay, and what it what it the uh, the scripture tells us? It says in Luke chapter eight to give, give. And then you get the blessings of giving, and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall it fall into your bosom. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Everybody ready to give? Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, so much for who you are and what you've done for us. Words cannot explain uh, uh, how you have chosen us redeemed us delivered us and then you became the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep you became the first fruits of of all of us lord who are going to follow you and trust you and look to you we are your people the sheep of your pasture my prayer today is that you would bless everyone bless everyone in this house let them not leave the same way that they've come in And continue to bless Pastor LaBelle and Sister Marva. Bless them magnanimously and abundantly above all that they can ask or think. Lord, just watching them and their lives proves to us how faithful you are. You have done tremendous things in their life, how they've started in their living room. And we look around at this great edifice on 20 acres that you have given them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we honor you and we praise you. We pray for our pastors, that you would continue to bless them with strength and peace and health. Uh, I thank you, Father. But again, I pray that as the word comes today, that we will not leave the same way that we've come in. Let us leave knowing that you have met us right here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today we've been singing about God's promises, the testimony
1: we have in Jesus Christ. here's my challenge to you this year speak Jesus speak Jesus to everyone let them know your testimony it's not for yours to keep it's to give away come on I just want to speak the name of Jesus Every dark addiction starts to break, declaring there is hope and there is freedom, I speak Jesus. Your name.
0: yeah wow <laughs> wow you know it just gets better and better boy i'm telling you better and better last night was amazing and then the day is amazing and i know wednesday is going to be amazing and next sunday is going to be amazing you, do you know now why we're going to need glorified bodies you can't handle a whole lot of amazing in these bodies Hallelujah. 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 Wow. I told y'all several times, I felt like rushing the stage. It, no, I'm not going to do it. If, if, I, if I do it, man, I, I want somebody to do it before me. Be emba- embarrassed themselves and their family. But it's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. Let let me do a couple of uh, things. Uh, uh, One is, happy birthday, it says here, happy birthday to my sister Lydia, Marie Harper Pettis. We love you. Thanks for all you do for us. This is from Frank and Robert. Where are you, Sister Lydia? Hey, happy birthday to you. Wow. Wow. It warranted a hug. Wow. Happy birthday. So good. So good to see you here and worshiping. And I, I remember you as a little girl. Uh, amazing, right? When I was in the university in Kingsville, you were a little girl. And now look at you, a grown woman. <laughs> Praising the Lord, worshiping. You were worshiping then. And, and was maybe one of the greatest singers in Kingsville, Texas. And that's no, no exaggeration. Thank you so much. May God bless you and give you many, many more. I was looking over here to see the the, the, the front row lenses, and I, I got the sixth row lenses today. <laughs> it says, uh, uh, Happy birthday to my best friend and partner in life for life. She is truly the B-E-S-T. So, Sister Karen... Happy birthday to you. Wow. Well, hey, may the Lord grant you many more. Yeah, I see your son over there grant. Uh, well, we give him a shout-out. He can take a little bit of the blessing from you. Bless you. Amen. Well, super, super. We do these things in this church. I've said that this is not a hillbilly church. But some people have begged to differ. Yes, sir. I like, Oh, whose birthday? Which one? Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now, I got one that says, happy birthday to our son, Marcus. I think he's in the back with uh, Sister Jennifer. So, okay, Marcus, you can hear me. Come out. No, when, it, when you get through. Wow. Okay, this is happy birthday, happy wonderful day, happy engagement day. Jalen, you guys. Wow. Come uh, we're going to embarrass you both. Uh, Engaged to be married. Yeah, wow, man. You guys are awesome. You
5: guys, man, look at you.
0: When I was your age, I was already married. (laughs) Wow. Isn't that something? So super duper. I'm glad. glad. I know your mom and dad prayed over you. Yeah, I do too. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for for this wonderful couple, beautiful couple, a a godly young man, godly young woman, very intelligent, smart, but not arrogant about it. Thank you for them. Give them a great life together and cause them to, to join together. And as it were, as, a, as it is with a battery, they're not gonna take the powers that you've given each one of them to implode, but they're gonna use the energy and the synergy to do everything that you've want, wanted them to do and everything that you've prepared them to do. And they will never forget you, no, never. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Bless you guys, man. <laughs> I bless you. All right. In Jesus' name, I'm glad you... Hallelujah. Oh, oh, they said there's another guy who was born around this time. Michael, happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you man wow it doesn't have to be on the green card well happy birthday to you well, michael michael one named named as it were for an angel yeah michael gabriel two angels the bo- both of the archangels hey you cannot get beyond the ark young man Archangels, Michael the Archangel, Gabriel the Archangel. You can't you you can't fail if you try. Yeah, in Jesus' name. Let me tell you what we're going to do. One more thing. And I, I'm running a little late, but one more thing. Yesterday, I promised, I promised last night that we would have a few testimonies. Now, we're going to have a few like one. And then what we'll do is we'll make sure, because I thought it's, it's a, it would be a good time. It's, Am I popping to y'all or just me? Okay, super. So, so uh, you know, we've got birthdays. We've got Jalen and Raina, you know, getting engaged. We, then we got another non-green card birthday. <laughs> and, and now I, I'm, where's, where are you, uh, Frank? Frank Frank wants to, can I have a, a mic? Yes, por favor. Oh, you, you're doing good. Go ahead and use the, the, the stand, if you will. And he may want the stand or he may want to take it off the stand. And he he says he wanted to give a brief uh, uh, testimony and song, and so I, I wherever yes here here's good yeah Frank yes, do, do you have any, any relatives that gonna help you? Did they abandon you? Oh, no like Lydia on me. Now, Lydia's still basking in her birthday.
4: lot of things going on in this here country, a lot of killing, a lot of fighting, you just name it, and what we got to do, we have to, we have to fight back, in you know, a spiritual warfare, and we just give God the glory and let him help um, us accomplish his mission, so first of all, we say Happy New Year to everybody, God bless you, we love you. And this is a little song, um, one my best friend named uh, Aaron Gant. He used to sing this song, okay? And it's about what's going on in this world, okay? Sister Lydia, can you come in? All right. Yeah. Trouble in the land will soon be over, soon be over, soon be over. Trouble in the land will soon be over. All, all over, over this, this land all over this all over this land all over this all, all over this, this land all over this all, all over this, this land. all over this all over this land don't you know that dying in the land will soon be over soon be over soon <laughs> be, over. Soon be <clears throat> over dying in the, the land, land. will Soon be over, all over this land, all over this, all over this left all, 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 all over this, all over this all over dizer, this, all over this all over this, all oh, over this land. this land. Don't you know that hate in the land yes. will soon be over, soon be, over. be, be over, soon be over. Cain in the land will soon be over. All over this left. All over this. All over this left. All over this. All over this left. All over this. All over this. All over this. All Don't you know that dying in the land will soon be over? Soon be over. Soon be over. Dying in the land will soon be over. All over this land, all over this. 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 All over this, all over this, all this, all over 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 all over this, 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 all all over this, all over this, left.
3: Jesus is in our corner, even if we're
4: in a circle.
0: Wow. Isn't that good? Now, you could be a part of a church that's scripted, everything's scripted, or you can be a part of a church that lives the scriptures. <laughs> that's up to you. <laughs> that was really beautiful. Thank you, Brother Frank. Man, Next time the Lord moves on you, to do something, holler at me. And we still have we still have Brother Philip here, Brother Philip. Man, we thank you so much. Y'all know Brother Philip, right? From the Bible and from this church. I'm so grateful for Southwest, Airli- uh, Southwest Airlines. <laughs> that he is still with us. He came for a few days. Thought he would be gone by now, but he's still with us. Yeah, because of Southwest Airlines. <laughs> but yeah, thank God for the Southwest Airlines. So yeah, th- so, so good to see you. You know, the, these two, these uh, the three, the family members here. Years ago, I thought, ah, it would be so nice if if they could be a part of our church and i didn't t- I, I don't believe in trying to go steal people i didn't even pray didn't talk to anybody and well one day i saw sister lydia wow wonder what she's doing and then i saw frank and robert and robert y'all don't know robert was a, a military man and a uh, very elite uh group called the frogmen and this guy did you know anyway, nation used him to do some great, great things, and uh you know he, you never know it, he doesn 't talk about it, but uh yeah he's he's done some great things in his life and and uh i'm gra- glad that he's singing these G- Zion songs <laughs> you know yeah so so thank you so much for what you 've done in your life, and some of his records are still there 're not even broken yet is not that, that amazing. Just all kinds of good folks up in here. Yeah. So, so let's, let me tell you what I'm going to do. Let, let's kind of look at this. If you'll give me about 12 of your minutes, 12 of your minutes, we'll let you out of here in about 42 minutes. How's that? <laughs> what? Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Come on, man. I look back at old Gideon and didn't even laugh at with me. (laughs) So so listen, before we get into anything, but I want you to do that. And then I'm going to share briefly with you as briefly as possible. I wanted to give a shout out to our police officers, the McDonald's. I don't know if I told you, officer, that my dad, when I was a boy, uh, I like to talk about my dad and mom. When the first part of my ministry, I only talked about my mom, always my mom, my mom. But when my uh, my mother brought me to a, a place in my life uh, that I wouldn't have survived had it not been for our mother, <laughs> and uh, and then uh, our our dad sort of sort of took over and just poured the word of God into me in an ap- a- applicable way where I could apply it in every day. And uh, there's a picture in my office where he at uh, at uh, the uh, Elliot Lavelle family and Sister Rose uh, at their wedding. My wife took the picture. I, my daughter told her to take a picture. So I got it. No, she didn't. Okay. <laughs> oh, God corrected right here. But I think my daughter and I know. But anyway, <laughs> the correction stands even though my daughter and I know something. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so she took this picture, and it's a picture of my dad sitting by me at their wedding and behind me, and it, it, he was pointing to me. And, and that was the story of my life. It is amazing. It's the story of my life. And uh, dad was always showing me Something to do and telling me something to do and explaining something to me. And one day he said, uh, he said you know, son, I don't know why he would tell me that. He said, policemen and pastors ought to work together. Yeah. He said, they're doing essentially the same thing. Yeah. He said, they need to work together. And so I just want to give a shout out to the three of you now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Yeah, bless you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and I understand that your family's here. Uh, Can you just wave at us if you're part of the McDonald family? Yeah, wow. Uh, uh, I was wondering what that good looking guy was doing back there. <laughs> I, I was wondering. I was wondering. Yeah, I said, man, what's, what's this good looking guy doing? i here trying to be competition. <laughs> and, and listen, uh, last but not least, Janelle, I saw you last night, and you didn't say hi to me. I mean, you just left and went back to the party, I guess. <laughs> didn't say hi to me. Why, why? Hey, hi. She's one of our UT students, right? At University of Texas. You know, you don't get into University of Texas because you're pretty. <laughs> you gotta have something in your head. Thank you so much. And now you ought to say hi to me before you leave, if possible. If possible. If possible. So element the if possible. See see. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Sister Sharon Murphy in the control room. Happy birthday to you also. I know you are very rich, so I'm sure I'm sure your riches are with you. Her husband's name Rich, so her riches are with her. <laughs> Amen. Okay, Fl- Flora, it's your birthday too. Oh, precious flower, thank you so much. With much love and blessings to you. Happy birthday! And uh, I remember calling your husband one time. Uh, how did I call him? Burnaby. He said, "Better So, he reminds me of my dad so much, the way he looks and everything. So, so blessings and happy birthday to you. For, and also, may the Lord keep growing you tight because there's nothing can get between y'all in there, I see. Amen. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you in Jesus' name. No space. No space. Martinez's. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Super. Anybody else want to? Because once I started preaching, I'm not going to stop for anything. <laughs> yes, sir. Brother Renny? Whose birthday? Norma, no, no, no. hey you can't you, you can't be normal in this church without being, getting a shout out hey happy birthday to you. you she's so faithful drives a long way to be here and just so quiet but we got you in jesus name happy birthday to you happy birthday to you wow bless you they got her put her on the camera yeah So, all right, you ready for the word? I left my glasses at home. Tried to call my wife to bring them; she wouldn't answer the phone. She saw it was my phone, cell phone. I think. <laughs> Let me read something. I want to talk to you because this is what I believe God is doing. I believe that the Lord is revealing Himself to us in somewhat of an unprecedented way. Not. Not historically unprecedented, but in the last numbers of of decades and probably scores of years, he is revealing himself. I don't like missing opportunities. Now, some of you may be lackadaisical, carefree. You know, I mean, you know, you don't mind. You think you can catch the train. Our dad taught us. Our dad taught us that. He, he was a trade man. But he taught us that that opportunities, he said, don't believe people and they say opportunities only come once. He said they come many times. But the first time opportunity comes, he said, you can just reach out and grab it. But the next time opportunity comes, it's like you got to go a little bit to grab it. And if you keep missing it, you have to run and labor to to get hold of opportunity. You know, and, and so, you know, I, I want us to, to understand That we have an opportunity to lay hold of Jesus like perhaps our parents and foreparents didn't have, or it wasn't as it were available to him because these things come when God's ready for them or they have a timing. And so you don't want to miss your time. So, yeah, you could perhaps get these things, but now you got to study hard. It's like you didn't do your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade work. And then you decide in the, uh, uh, maybe the eighth or ninth grade, you're going to get smart. You can, but it's harder. You you can, but it's harder. And a lot of people, if you're unwilling to do it when it's right there in front of you, you're usually unwilling if it's farther away. So I'm saying to you, God is saying something to us. Don't take it for granted. Don't just be lackadaisical about it. And, and receive the engrafted word of god that you may really grow by it god is revealing his son because there is a depth in the son of god jesus christ that once you lay hold apprehend it that grow, peter tells us for at that juncture from that juncture you will never fail did you hear what i just said you you can't fail you can't fail. You, you, you will never fail. And this is what I believe God is offering. And that is the source of these messages. Uh, this the, 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 the title is uh, The Outworking of Being in Christ, The Outworking of It. And this is part two. Let me just go ahead and read a few verses to bring you up to speed if you were not here Wednesday night. Uh, Ephesians 5 verse 1. Ephesians 5 verse 1. Therefore, be imitators, followers, or mimickers of God as dear children and walk in love, agape love, that is, love that has the person's in, in, best interest at heart, not your own, not your own, not what you can get out of the relationship. All right. And so walk in love as Christ also has love, agapao us, and given himself for us. So he shows you how he had your best interest by loving you and showing by giving himself for you, okay, by giving. So we don't want to be Christians who, oh, that's not enough, Jesus, give me some more, let me show you, show me something else you've done. You know, we don't want to be like that. You know, a, a lot of relationships are damaged because somebody doesn't believe they're loved. And and, and it's not always the truth that they're not loved. It's, the, it's that they're in a position that they just refuse to believe. And don't, don't you be like that as a church buddy. Now, listen to what he says. He says he's given a, himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. And, and the sweet-smelling aroma comes from Old Testament sacrifices where uh, when, when, we, when uh, the Jewish people brought uh, a lamb or an offering to God uh, without blemish, without blemish, totally perfect, uh, uh, then the smoke came up to God as a... Ah, sweet smelling aroma because it was, uh, for example, it could be a sin offering. And he was saying, I accept this in your place. And so, what we want to do is is, uh, be like Christ, and that is give ourselves. So, he, he didn't say, Have your friend or your husband or your wife. Give, he said, Give yourself. All right? So, Jesus gave himself. Now, listen. So, then he changes the direction in verse 3 by saying, But. And, and this is what God is doing—a big cleanup operation, a huge cleanup operation in His body. But fornication, illicit sex, and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be even named among you as is fitting for saints. So He's saying not only the fornication—that is, you know, unmarried people just sleeping around from I love Jesus. He's saying all kinds of uncleanness, movies you watch that are unclean, uh, all kinds of uncleanness is what He's saying. Deal with that. And so fornication had to do with illicit, illicit sexual intercourse, adultery, homosexuality, lesbianism, incest, and uncleanness. It was talking about moral impurity um, and, 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 and living even just for yourself with wrong motives. Covetousness uh, had to do, has to do with greediness and a desire for more. You know, you have a lot. God is blessed with a lot. You won't give up any of it. You know, you just want more and more and more. And uh, he says, no, you, you should refrain from that, walking in love. You can't walk like that and walk in love at the same time. And he says here, uh, neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor coarse jesting, which are not fitting but rather giving of thanks. Uh, coarse jesting, uh, like filthy obscenities, foolish talking, silly talk, buffoonery, coarse jesting. Like somebody say, making a joke and it's an impure joke, but you find it funny. Now, I've been in the, in the workplace. In the workplace, uh, every man has experienced this. I don't know about you women. I don't know what y'all talk about. Y'all don't tell us what y'all talk about. <laughs> but I'm going to tell all, on all the men. You yeah, if you're a man, you've been in there. And, uh, and sometimes the, the stuff is funny to the natural man. And so you have to sometimes force yourself not to laugh. And I've told you my story, so I won't get into my stories. But I've been in that situation where I forced myself not to laugh. And when I did not laugh, I prayed. And I prayed with an anointing for the person who told me the dirty joke. And, and the reputation went all out over South Texas. I would had no idea it was all out. It even reached Houston. So he's saying, don't be facetious in a bad sense. And, and as a Christian... Don't tell these off-colored jokes because they're funny. And then he says in verse 5, for this you know, that no fornicator, unclean people. He said, no, not the ones who go to church either, no fornicator, uh, no, uh, unclean person, a covetous man who is an idolater. So he says, if you are covetous, you're, it's like you are an idol worshiper. He said, has, none of you has any con, uh, inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Not one will have. So that, that ought to straighten us up. Then uh, verse 6, he said, let no one deceive you with empty words. It says anything to the contrary of what Paul is, has written, he says, it's empty. So let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of these things that we've just enumerated, the wrath of God comes on the, uh, upon the sons of disobedience. So it means that you have never in your life experienced the wrath of God. You may have experienced hard times, but you have never experienced the wrath of God. You have never jesus took the wrath of god for you can you even sinners are experiencing the love of god even sinners because of common grace when you were a sinner you thought i was doing good as a sinner no it was the grace of god It was the common grace of god it wasn't what we the believers uh, experienced but it was still not letting you experience god's wrath but he says the wrath of god is going to come on everybody who does what i just read everybody And so I believe God wants us to get this straight now because this is a wonderful time period and it just happens to be January, 2023. He says then, therefore, do not be partakers or participants with them. So don't be participants with people who act unseemly just because they're your relatives, your uncle, your aunt, your mom or dad, or maybe even your child. And I said, stop following your children. It doesn't matter where they go. Where, don't follow them. Don't follow your children. You lead your children. Somebody will quote, the Bible says, a child shall lead them. A person of childlike faith shall lead us. No infant, no toddler going to lead us. You know, now back home, back home, if I weren't in church, I'd say, You crazy? No child's gonna lead us. Come up here and say, "I got a word for the Lord." You sit down. I'll spank you. (laughs) Yeah, but somebody with childlike faith can lead us, and that's what God wants. And so, let me start in verse eight now. And this commandment is to walk in the light. That is, that which God has given us through Jesus Christ. Walk in the light. God has saved us. He even says to us that we are the light of the world. Now, we act like the politicians are the light of the world. And it's all over the world. It's all over. I'm telling you. Am I picking on Americans? No, I'm just telling the truth about us. It's everywhere in the world. Just read it, Look at your news. Watch it. They think they're the light. No, you are the light of the world. And God has placed us in every nation to be the light of the world. Come on, I can't look to you for for directions. I will not. Because why? God says to us, Jesus says to us, a city that is set upon a hill cannot be hidden. He He says that he's the light of the world. Then he says to us, you are the light of the world. Why? Because Christ is in us. And what is Christ calling us? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Wow, that's big stuff. So if anybody mad at me already, Now, listen to what he says. He contrasts who we are now against what we were. Every one of us was bad. We may not have done all the bad things that some of our neighbors did, but we were capable. And God, through his common grace, kept us from the opportunity. All we were waiting for was an opportunity. Hallelujah. That's what Paul says to us. For you were once darkness. I mean come on man, I may be dark skinned, but don't call me darkness. <laughs> you know, you know, darkness. We were once dark. It doesn't matter what color your skin is, you were once darkness. Right. Yeah. But now you are light in the Lord. L I G H T, light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. And so when he talks about darkness, in Spanish we, we generally we use a we use a word. That's this man. We we use words <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, poco, poco espanol. But listen in Spanish the word oscuro and then there's a word called tinieblas. Now, now he's talking about the tinieblas here, layers of darkness, layers of darkness upon darkness. Not just an inability to see at night. But a uh, tenebros, and so get the understanding. I think there's a better understanding of the English darkness because we think, oh, the night's dark, the skin is dark, that this is dark, and that's dark. But he says, no, this is a darkness that is uh, an ignorance of, of in respect to divine things and human duties. It's an ignorance in respect to divine things, and and, and the accompanying ungodliness and immorality. You are blind to how bad ungodliness is, and immorality. And you're blind to, you're in the dark to the miseries that hell will present you. It's persons in whom uh, uh, darkness becomes visible, as it were, and holds a sway over them. You can tell them about God, but they'll stand up and say, no, I don't believe. it." It holds sway over them. Now, light, is different uh the light emit uh, that's emitted by these luminaries here they've caused us to see it, it's like um um a heavenly light which uh, surrounds angels And the bible always talked about these angelic beings came and there was light with them and jesus was like that but not necessarily a natural kind of light and and he says here that god is light because light has the extremely delicate, subtle, pure, brilliant quality of truth and knowledge. So then when God appears, when we appear, there should be an atmospheric change and there should be an ability for people to begin to see what they could not see before. That's why it's imperative that you and I live holy and righteously in this world because we bring that ability for people to see now it's not because of what I have done, it's because of what Jesus has done in me and in you. Amen and so also this light is emitted is emitted uh, with spiritual purity, so if I am spiritually impure, I'm not emitting this light wow so so it opens up things. To everyone in our sphere. The power of understanding comes through us, the people of God. Now he says to, in verse 9, for the fruit of the spirit, and this is connective tissue, as it were, spiritual tissue. He says, you were once darkness, but now you're lighted in the Lord. Walk as children of light." for, because the fruit of the spirit is in, is in all goodness, righteousness and truth verse 10 finding out what is acceptable to the lord so when we think of fruit it's that which originates or comes from something and it's a produce it's for example of a tree of a fruit tree apple tree produces this wonderful apple um a uh orange tree produces this wonderful sweet delicate uh, delicious oranges Plum trees do the same. So what he's saying is God has done something in you, so you, you, have, you are righteous, so then your produce is righteousness. That's what he wants us to know. You're not just ordinary people. You are, you are different than all the peoples of the world because you have the ability to bring forth something of God. That's amazing to me wow, amazing to me, amazing to me. And and so he says, so what you produce is an effect, E-F-F-E-C-T, not affect, an effect. It's It's a result. It's a work that you bring forth. So when, as believers, we bring forth a work. We bring forth acts and deeds. We bring forth advantage and Uh, praise, those kinds of things that are presented to God for thanks. Because when you really do your work well, people will say, I'm I'm glad God did that. I'm glad God sent you, man. Wow, I didn't know what to do. But what you said changed me. You know, how is it that, that my words can change you? I, my words can't change you. So then Peter says, if any one of us speaks, we should speak as the oracles of God. So we should speak not our own thoughts and our own ideas, but speak as the oracles of God. Speak God words. That's what he's saying to us. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so th- this is a fruit, uh, uh, I'm sorry, a thanksgiving offering or a thank offering to God. And so let me move on quickly. So when we talk about the unrighteous or the ungodly, we're talking about what is not. And I want to make sure I get that. He says, he says here, For, uh, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And, um, and he says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather expose them so don't have any fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness so he's saying be careful how you comport yourself conduct yourself with unbelievers yes i have a lot of unbelieving people that i talk with and interact with but i don't let them lead me so he's calling them unfruitful unrighteous so when you say un ungodly you're saying essentially not n-o-t not uh, when it, uh, it's like um, a fruit that is unripe hasn't become ripe yet, okay? An unwashed car hasn't been washed. So an ungodly person is a not-godly person. An unrighteous person is a not-righteous person. An unfruitful person is a person that doesn't have any fruit, not-fruitful. All right. So he's telling us, don't don't be like that. And so, and here, uh, so if you are unfruitful, that means you are without fruit, barren, not yielding what you ought to yield. Okay. So God is saying, I'm going to clean all that up. I want to clean all that up for you. And so I believe that we will be in uh, in some training intensives because of of us being so slow to really get it compromising uh, thinking a sea is all right someone said very well that, a C, that if you're at sea level you have a a better chance of sinking than rising <laughs> all right so so he says but your job is to is to expose ungodliness he says have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them or, uh, or reprove them. Expose them, reprove them. That is to convict people, to rebuke people, to refute. But don't refute somebody because they have a particular uh, idea of politics in you. Why are Christians separated over politics? We actually i have said to you multiple times, we really ought to be seeing the same things. Because what we must see is what God has said and what God has done. And God is requiring that of us. Don't think you won't be asked, what did you do with what I gave you? So we expose, we reprove uh, with a suggestion of shame, the suggestion of shame of the person convicted. So when I'm convicted of something, I go, I have a sense of shame. Oh, boy, I'm sorry I did that. Wow. So I can do that in the face of godliness. Your responsibility is to be godly, is to be godly, to be light, light exposures. If I were to walk into this building at night and it was totally pitch black in the night, I would stumble. I know where I am, but I would probably stumble over something. If I keep walking, if I heard a sound that was really a frightening sound, and if I were to, of course not me, but if one of you would start to run, You'd run into chairs. You'd fall over. Why? Because there's no light there. But he says here, your light exposes darkness. Remember we talked a lot about people, our children, even at school, sometimes have a harder time than unregenerate people's kids. They have a harder time. They have a harder time sometimes in athletics and various things. They have a harder time, unless they're acting like the heathen. That's true. They have a harder time. You just wonder, why is that? So many believers have a rough time on the job. Why? Because you're exposing something. You said, But I didn't open my mouth yet. But you still exposed something. And they know you're not dark like us. You're not darkness as Paul calls it. Now let me continue. So light exposes. And it also means that light also can find fault with what is there without you saying anything. Light is corrective also. And uh, it ad- admonishes, it reproves just by your presence there. And so but Paul says, don't get involved with them, people who are immoral and say and do bad things. Verse 12, he says, for it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. So those things they do in secret, he says, it's a shame for you to talk about them. They're dishonorable things. They're shameful things. Some people are so base, they have no shame. I was watching a news piece a few days, yesterday and the day before, a, a, little, a news piece. And some of the words that were used, they had to bleep them out. And I thought, what is this woman doing talking like nasty? See, when I grew up, you know, men, sometimes not, not in my sphere, but I did know, not in my sphere, they thought, oh, they would cry and go to the altar and pray all service if, if something they thought slipped out. But my pastor said, nothing can slip out that's not already in. so but they but they but that men would say sometimes bad things on the job but women didn't do that generally didn't do that but now women have become so affiliated with 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 this kind of stuff that they're doing it too so we don't give anybody a buy it's not like oh men are bad women are good it's not like that in the world all of us were bad you didn't have opportunity but everybody was bad men and women alike but generally men were women were suppressing those things, because we know they were suppressing because now they're out. They're everywhere. Okay? I I got a little bit too deep into that. The brothers were fine as long as I was just talking about them, but even they got quiet. (laughs) (laughs) But I mentioned the women. I wonder why. Maybe we should do a seminar on that. Okay, so light light shows the true character of your works. Light shows the true character. Now, in verse 13, he says, but all things that are exposed are made manifest, made known, revealed by the light. For whatever makes manifest obvious, reveal, is light. Therefore, he says, awake you who sleep. Just a minute, if you don't mind here. I thing froze on me. It's just the devil. Verse 14, therefore, he says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. The ability to see, the the ability to expose, to make manifest. So fellowship means to share in the company with. Be a co-participant in communication. Have fellowship, being a partaker of. So you want to have no fellowship with those kinds of people no fellowship. Do I, do I want you to separate yourself? No. I want you to know that coworker. I want you to invite that coworker to church. I want you to be a blessing to that coworker, but don't go where they're going. And the Lord wants to make a big difference between that. I would guarantee you there's somebody here you know, online or here who has, uh, I have a different view of that. Well, you just have a wrong view. I mean, because I just read it out of the Bible. I didn't write it i'm not giving you some don lavelle opinion i'm telling you what the words mean what the word itself means and what the word means you say well i have a different experience that means that you've probably been a co-participant that's just two preaching that's how they used to preach when i was a boy man i used to preach i'd try to sit on the back row and i'd come up to two rows and uh, then i'd come up three rows until i finally got up close to the front yeah the devil couldn't keep me behind Walk in wisdom. Let me just read these, and we'll exp- expound on them perhaps a little later. Verse 15. <clears throat> see that you walk circumspectly. Sister Kemp, in the, in the years ago, gave us a real good idea of that. You know, that circumspectly. Like somebody, if you had eyes all around your head that you could see in every single direction, circumspectly, not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil, circumspectly exactly accurately diligently around a uh, 360 degree you you are walking like that amen amen and so therefore do not be unwise so this is to the believer do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is you have to under, you can understand it you can't don't ever say I don't know what God is saying. There's somebody who can help you. Yeah, you're, you're not, you don't have to be alone. There's a body. If my foot is hurting and it doesn't know what to do, my hands will rub that thing. And, and, and my emotions will feel sorry for it. Come on. You're not on safe ground but saying, I don't know what to say. Come on, Why? Peter says if you speak, speak as the oracles of God, the sayings of God, the words of God. You have that ability. Why? Because you have a fountain in you, a fountain of eternal life. Come on, the Holy Spirit is not just for goosebumps, everybody. He's a fountain of living water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so let, let, me, let me finish. He says, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is, redeeming the time. I don't have time to get into you by redeeming the time, but Christ redeemed you by paying something. So you can redeem the time by paying something. I'm gonna and walk in love, walk in the light, and walk in the wisdom. That's my, my final. I'm gonna stop now, and and if you keep coming to the church, I'm gonna I'll take this up again. But but let me say uh, to you uh, before I take my seat and we're gonna have uh, communion. But I want you to be aware that you can come to the Lord today and give your heart to Jesus Christ and be brought out of darkness. You can be brought out of darkness, all right? You can be brought out of darkness. Uh, I just wanted to just uh, take a minute to just say to us that how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? How shall we escape? God has done immeasurable things for us. And just like I tell you stories of, of our father. Dad was amazing. Mom was as well. She was not even one whit behind him. But all of my life, I look back and I say, wow. God was training me all my life. Since I was a little boy, I had no clue. I had no clue God was training me. And now at my age, you know, I know God was training me things that were happening in my life, even negative things that I thought were horrible, painful, unbearable, God was training me through. Them. God didn't save you so he can change everything in your life. He saved you, he changed you instantaneously by saving you, and then he has begun a process of change in your life. All the bad stuff that's hap- that happens to you is not always against you. It's working something for you. I'm not saying it feels good. If somebody comes and hits me on the foot with a hammer, that doesn't feel good. And my hands want to do something. But if I refrain, if I refrain, if I refrain, it will work something in me. I was talking to Nathan. And and one, one time there was something that happened and it was a very negative, was toward me. And I remember Nathan not being happy about it. You know, now he's just a fraction of the man he used to be. <laughs> but he, he's still pretty formidable, I'm sure. But he didn't appreciate it. And, and I said, you know what I've noticed is God is working something in me. Because the old Don Lavelle would have really taken offense and he may not have fought but he was sure thinking about it let me do something to this person i said but i never even thought about it i never even thought about it because god is working something else. so god is working something in you and i'm asking you let god's work be complete in you do not continue in 2023 like you were in 2022 Stop being the way you are. Don't let the world lead you. When I said, don't let your children lead you, I mean that. I don't say that because I've got bad children. I've got good children. Our daughter, our daughter did not take positions in other cities that she could have taken and had an illustrious career with her degrees. But she said, I wanted my children to know their grandparents. So she forsook this world's offerings, and now I have my grandchildren with me all, both sets, both sets. Quiet. Because we need to lead them. I'll be back in a minute. I want you to think about Jesus, and I want you to think about coming to Jesus today, wherever you are. And if you have not been very strong in Jesus, you can admit it. I tell you stuff about me all the time. Stuff of where I was weak, where I was not sure, or even where I was angry with God. I tell you those stories. I'm not proud of being angry with God. That was dumb. But I'm telling you so that you'll know if you were there, you don't have to hide yourself. You can just repent, come to the Lord, and let the Lord feel you. One more quick thing. Sometimes we're fearful. I have been fearful. You said, well, some of you are so macho. Maybe we even have some machas, But we certainly do have some macho. Some of these tough girls, you know. I just made up a word. I just made up a word. Yeah, we did it all the time growing up in East Texas. Made up words. But we, we're so macho, we, th- we just think, you know, I ain't scared of nothing. There's some stuff out there. But I, I've been afraid of things." walking with Jesus, I've been afraid of some things. Over two years ago, I was afraid when the Lord called me to start a, a regimen of fasting. I was afraid of it. I didn't want to do it. This is a man who had fasted three times of 40 days and nights. Fourteen, three fourteen days and fast. Twenty-one day fast. A hundred days with... Six-inch subway or less, or nothing. But I was afraid of it. I didn't want to do it. It's been the best time of my life. Go with Jesus wherever he's taking you. Don't tell Jesus, I can't. I can't. Don't don't ever say that to Jesus. You're going to find something on your journey. This is what I found. That he is letting me see. I say I'm on my tiptoes. And I can see things in the future that I could never see before. And I'm seeing things m- more clearly than I've ever seen before. That's for you. It's not just for some preacher. That's for you. That's for you. That's for each one of you. Okay? Let's go with Jesus to this amazing place he has for us. Because this is the day of the church. This is the church's finest hour. Let's give Jesus what he wants. Let's live holy and righteously in this present world. Let's don't compromise because the world says it's okay. I'll be back shortly. Thank you.
2: As a wretch, I remember who I was. I was lost, I was blind, I was running out of time. Sin separated, the breach was far too wide. But from the far side of the chasm, you held me in your side. Jesus, for my place laid inside my tomb of sin you were buried for three days but then you walked right out again and now death has no sting and life has no end for i have been transformed by the blood
0: Before we receive communion, I'm going to ask a question. Is there anybody here you want to give your heart to Jesus Christ? You want to be changed the way you are. You can't change it, but you can change it by accepting Jesus. I'm telling you, this all of this body has, has encountered the change of God. Some of us in this body were really bad people. Really bad people but they're not anymore. They have been created new. And you can be new also. You can change the way you, you think and act. Change the way you're living by coming to Jesus Christ. He's the only one who can do it. Muhammad can't do it. Buddha can't do it. No other false deity can do it. Yes, I said it. Jesus does. Only Jesus saves. We're not living a life here. I want you to listen to me if you hear. We're not living a life protecting our God. We don't have to protect him. He protects us. That shows his reality. Now, I I don't religion bash. I do not. But I do tell the truth. So if you're here and you're not saved, you need to be saved. If you were drowning offshore, we would do everything we could to save you. But if you if you said, no, nah, I don't believe you can save me with that live ring. I'm going to dive deeper into the water. That's what you do when you reject Jesus. But if you're here, please, I implore you, just wave your hand at me like this. We're not going to embarrass you. I promise I won't embarrass you. Just wave my hand, Say, I want to give my heart to Jesus Christ today. Just wave it somewhat like that. And come on, we're going we, to help you. I won't force you to do anything. Anybody. And if you're online, write to our moderator. We have a wonderful moderator. And write to our moderator and say, I want to give my heart to Jesus Christ. And that moderator will lead you to Jesus. Amen. Are we good? I love... Having communion, and, and I—I know we have some uh, brothers and sisters who call it the Lord's Supper, which is proper. I like communion. I like the word communion because we have a common union. It is one of the most blessed revelations I've known. I've, I've known I was a child of God when I was a little boy, but I didn't know really what that entailed. But now I know what it entails. It means I'm real and actually a child of God. And the scripture talks about it very clearly once you start to see. I I want you to know common union that Jesus, in his amazing work, brought us sinners, repentant sinners, but brought, brought us into union with God we are now in union believe i want you to see what that is we are in union with the creator of the universe we are bone of his bone we're flesh of his flesh we are his nearest relative there are many angels out there that cannot say that they have never sinned they've been faithful and loyal to god for eons and eons of ages. But they can't say they're his body. They cannot say they're his close relative. They're his creation, but not his close relative. Jesus is your elder brother. This is mind-blowing. Jesus is your elder brother. Some of you think like I deserve it. No. But he did it. And so this communion we're communing with him enjoying as it were dinner at the table with God. We're going to have a bigger table with God in the future. We're going to all sit at the table with God. My wife says God's going to hold that reunion in the air because there's no place on earth that can fit us all. And we're going to have an air reunion. We're going to be in heaven, in heavenly places and we're going to have a big supper. It's going to be a welcome together supper. Brothers and sisters, don't you miss this beautiful thing that God has for us. Now Jesus has promised us that he is life. And I want you to take this wafer. Some of you have a wafer under the bottom. It's under the bottom of the cup. Did you notice that? And And we weren't trying to trick you. But, but we bought some that were under the bottom of the cup. So if you have them on the bottom of the cup, look under the bottom. And, and uh, let's get our wafer and let's lift it up to the Lord. And Jesus tells us that he is the, the living bread that came from heaven. He is living bread. It. And his purpose was to give life to the world. And I can testify that he has given life to me. And you can testify he's given life to you. So let us eat this bread in Jesus name knowing that we're celebrating what he has done for us the pharisees who were people of god in a in a in a sense they got mad cuz jesus said he was a living bread They didn't understand the power of their own scriptures. And when I say, I see that today, I think, What a pity. What a
4: shame.
0: Do you know the power of the scripture for you? You've been brought forth anew. By the word of God, the word of God, which lives and abides forever. My dad and mom brought forth a a child, a person, many children. But they weren't forever children. Because the, the seed that brought us forth was a perishable seed. But what brought us forth the second birth is imperishable. The word of God is imperishable. And that word that brought us forth is the same word that's going to keep us. Let's not be ignorant, unaware of its power. Amen? So let's take our cup and let us drink. All right. Boy, that was That was good. Yeah, that was that was for me sustenance. <laughs> wow. are we good? Okay. Who? I want to ask you a question. Who would be honest enough to say, Pastor, I'm a little mad at you because you kept us l- later? Come on, raise your hand. <laughs> uh, brother, brother, I am. I'll tell. Him. <laughs> yeah, he's messing with me. Troopers, I want you to have a happy new year, a happy day today. Go go out and eat some good food. And think about me. Think about Nathan. And so some of these other pastors, Pastor Tim, Pastor Jackson, they, they often join us. Pastor Bird, of course, definitely. And so I don't know if Pastor Bird is out there yet, but. But th- thank y'all. Think about me when you eat something good today. Say, Lord, bless him. Are we ready to go? I love you all very, very much. We love you very, very much. And, that's, and there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. Amen. So let us lift our hands to the Lord Jesus and bless each other as we go by saying, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And the Lord give you his peace. In nombre de Cristo Jesús. I bless you. Amen. Amen. Amen.